We are live, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. Uh, we are so excited, ladies and gentlemen, to have uh, an awesome guest on the show with us today. Uh, you all will definitely want to tune in because this guy is going to help your customers with their claims. So tune in today. The Carrier Experience Podcast is a show for anyone who wants to grow their agency and be a titan of the insurance industry. Learn from a panel of experts who share their agency struggles, their experiences with the nation's best carriers, and share the marketing secrets that successful insurance agents are using today. Now, here's your host, the insurance bro, James Cias. Insurance bro. <laughs> so, uh, quick side note here we're gonna be doing something a little bit different here we're gonna be talking to a bunch of insurance pros that's what it's about we're talking to a lot of insurance pros but here we go ladies and gentlemen it's that time again for the insurance bro show uh before we jump into the show a quick reminder to please uh give us a like give us a subscribe on whichever platform it is that you are listening to us on right now uh, give us a follow, give us a review. It'll help us show up that much higher on search results so that all of those other agents out there that are looking for good value and knowledge and education can find us that much easier. If you want to be a guest on the Insurance Bro Show, uh, give us a holler. Go to www.insurancebroshow.com slash guest. And don't forget to follow me on all my social media at Insurance Bro Show. So Here's our intro for our guest. I have been in the insurance industry, ladies and gentlemen, for seven years now. And even though I've seen these words together multiple times, I didn't know what a public adjuster was <laughs> or how it was beneficial to me and to my customers. During the first conversation with today's guest, he told me that 90% of the general population and a huge chunk of insurance agents are in the same boat and don't know how much a public adjuster can help them in their agency. As a public adjuster, our guest today is someone who will educate and advocate on behalf of policyholders against insurance companies, making sure they understand their rights, are treated fairly, and are properly compensated by the insurance company at the time of loss. So I'm super excited to interview this guest and bring all of you some super, super valuable information. Joining us today from across the coast, from Metro Public Adjustments in New Jersey, welcome to the show, Robert. Bruh. Ooh, Robert, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. That is the best introduction uh, because it's very it was a very accurate introduction. <laughs> very accurate in a lot of different ways. I mean, first of all, we're talking about something that very few people even know that this service exists. Uh, tell us a little bit about what a public adjuster is, how they're uh, beneficial to all of us insurance agents, and you know, how did you get into the business to begin with? Um, I, I'll start with how I got into the business. Uh, I have been doing uh, IT for many years and looking for my own path. And after getting laid off, uh, for first time from a company, I ran to a job fair and I ran into this business and I was like, wow. Uh, the first thing that happened to me <clears throat> was the person who hired and trained me, uh, taught me the truth uh, about how I got not was not being treated fairly by my insurance company because they raised my rates um, uh, on my policy. 
which they shouldn't have for one claim in 18 years mm -hmm. in my home, uh, I was able to, after a tree fall in my house, receive, uh, I think it's about 16 or $1,800, I don't know the exact amount, from my insurance company with a letter of apology for a bookkeeping error and restoring my rates back to pre-loss rates. What? Um, that's that's all we... Okay, That's I didn't awesome. realize you had. I didn't realize you had stick there with these things, but great. So, you got a few more. Yeah, I'll we like more, to keep I'll, things I'll, fun. A few more opportunities for those. If you got a few more, I'll give you opportunities to use that. Awesome. Um, insurance companies do things the way they do it, with the hopes that people don't understand uh, the truth. Uh, they're preying uh, or cashing in on people not knowing the truth regarding mm -hmm. how public how insurance works the do's and the don'ts. So I've seen people, um, all kinds of uh, crazy things. But going well, back to who for and sure, what. For sure. Let, let me, uh, if you don't mind, uh, sure. when we buy insurance as consumers, <laughs> we're, you know, buying this product, right? It's 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 a product, even though it's not a, a tangible product, but we're buying this product <laughs> with the expectation that when we <clears throat> need it, it's going to pay for whatever it is that we lost, be it our car, our home, our business, whatever the case might be. Uh, and there are a lot of times when we don't get as much money as we expect, or if we do get what you're talking about right now, where uh, you know the rates all of a sudden skyrocket, we're getting, we have to pay double what we were paying before. So, how does a public adjuster advocate <clears throat> for us as consumers uh, and get us, you know, what we need and what we deserve? So first of all, uh, in many states, a public adjuster only works with property, residential and commercial, not mm -hmm. health care, not auto. It's my understanding that there are some states, and I can't tell you which ones that are there, that a public adjuster will do both auto um, and property. But that's not okay. what we do. We stick specifically to uh, to property. So here, I'm going to give you another one of those opportunities to use your fancy buttons. <laughs> um, okay. Um, the average homeowner, business owner, in a course of 30 years, spends uh, in excess of $30,000 in premiums for nothing because most people go on and don't. Okay. So insurance company executives get paid millions of dollars and get millions of dollars of bonuses. Uh, because why? Because these premiums are annuities to the insurance company. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. so I say to people, would you rather have this all this this the thirty thousand dollars plus that you spend in the pockets of the insurance company to do with what they want, which is to add to their one point two trillion dollars of cash in the bank, <clears throat> or would you like to come back and get what comes to you? Uh, and what I'd like to do is circle back and explain to people that a public adjuster is somebody who's licensed by the Banking Insurance Commission of the state that they operate in, basically to be a public advocate. So there's three kinds of adjusters in the insurance industry. There's the insurance adjuster. When you have a problem, they sent the guy out to your house. He's working for the insurance company. His best interest is the insurance company, mm -hmm. <clears throat> not yours. Then there's an independent who works for multiple insurance companies. He's like a free agent, okay? Then there's a public adjuster. Uh, we work, we, we represent you, the policy owner, against the insurance company. There's only one reason why a person gets, well, there's two reasons. You get 
insurance in your property. The obvious is because of the fact that you have to. Yeah. <laughs> but for many people, their homes are their largest assets. Right. Right. Most so, of us. Yeah. So the only reason you get really insurance is to protect your asset. If you have a mortgage, <clears throat> you have a fiduciary responsibility, which is called an insurable interest. That right. insurable interest means that if something, God forbid, happens to your property, you, the insurance you ex is expected to bring the property back to pre-loss condition, pre-loss value. The problem here is the insurance company does not have that insurable interest. So typically they will pay you only 20 to 40 cents on the dollar. We 20 get to you 40%. Set 20 to 40 cents on the dollar. Uh, our job is to get you the whole dollar. Insurance mm -hmm. company agents, in my presentation, it's the best way to show it. We show a picture of a house uh, that are hit by a car. And in it, we talk about how the insurance, the, the owner was thrilled to get like $40,000, $50,000. <clears throat> We came along and we got him like another $150,000. Why? Because the house had come off its foundation. The insurance oh. company only looks at what you show them. They mm -hmm. have no responsibility to look left. They have no responsibility to look right, up, down, or behind. Uh, so the only way the insurance company would have paid off on their own would been if you, the homeowner, had asked, "Is my house still on its foundation? Has anything happened to my foundation?" I hadn't asked that specific question. I personally call this the fact that the insurance company doesn't have a legal obligation to disclose that um, unless you ask that question. But I asked the question: Don't they have a moral responsibility? You would think. You so would that's think. The, that's so. The, so uh, our company, uh, Metro, is the only true nationwide public adjusting company in the country. Just about every other public adjusting company are small, local, regional mom and pops, okay? Mm -hmm. These guys can only handle a certain amount of business because they only have a certain number of people, okay? Uh, we have people in every state licensed for claims. There are several states that don't require a public adjustment license. We also have a nice large staff in our Ben Sound, Pennsylvania office to deal with all the insurance related issues, the insurance company, the mortgage company, the insured, all the different uh, legal things that need to go on. You have a certain number of days to respond. You have to respond in certain ways, all these different things. So we handle. So the point is these large public adjusters only handle what makes sense to them financially. $100,000, the catastrophic loss. It's the only our, way that it would make sense, of course. Yeah. Right, right. We have all these people in our back office. My job is to identify a potential claim. And I have field engineers um, all over the place who get involved and they deal with the insurance company. And we have the back office. So we'll do. So let's, let's actually, let's let's walk through well, this really quick. Oh, go ahead, mind. go ahead. So, so basically, we'll do anything that makes financial sense based on the legislation of that state. Of that state. Meaning um, somebody here in New Jersey or someone in uh, Wisconsin, uh, we will deal with anything that's, say, a few thousand dollars, three to four times a year deductible. So if you've got a deductible thousand, if mm -hmm. it's four or five or six, we'll deal with it. Where my competition will only deal with that eighty hundred thousand dollar loss because Got that's it. all they have the time for.
So we are flexible. And just one other quick thing, if I may throw in, sure. one of the biggest things that we provide that other people don't provide is what I call an educational policy review. Now get ready with your sound effects. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, as I say, give me 25 minutes and I'll get a whole bunch of holy cows. What the heck are you talking about, Willis? And why the heck doesn't everybody know about that? And why didn't I know about you two years ago when this tree fell on my house or I had a leaking roof? Um, so we go over the truths about your insurance policy. Truth number one, most people are afraid to put a claim in on their policy because they're 100%. afraid their rates are going to go up. Yeah, yeah, because their their agents typically tell them something along those lines. It's, you know, be careful so, with the claims that you that you submit. You know, if it's going to be something large, then, <laughs> you know, go ahead and, and submit that claim. But if it's if your deductible is $1,000 and the loss is $1,500, do not bother. doesn't make sense. But if it's $5,000, $6,000, so, here, so here, here, here's, the, here, here's the number one truth. Based on your insurance policy and based on the state where you are located, you may be entitled to as many as three claims every five years without the insurance company pulling that or raising your rates for a claim crap. What? Three to five? But you, but th- you may be able to have as many as three claims every five, In five years. years. Three right. claims in five years. Number two, never, ever, ever, ever call your insurance company for anything other than making a change to your policy. Why? Because the insurance companies in most cases will consider that a claim. If you call to have a discussion about something, hey, Joe, if this happens or whatever, will this be covered? Boom. They can stay most cases, they consider that a claim. So, so in those other- cases, should customers call a public adjuster? Yeah, we so we'll help you. We'll help you evaluate what's going on and make the determination without contacting your insurance company, mm-hmm. whether it's something that we can help you f- with, uh, or if we can't help you because it's only a couple thousand, we can potentially give you some advice and some suggestions. That phone call you make to the insurance company, this call is being recorded for quality and training purposes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's mm-hmm. Knows, that's insurance ease for all we need is one wrong word from you. And we can deny your claim. Sixty percent of call claims are denied on the first call to the insurance company. Here's a perfect example: your water heater bursts, mm-hmm. your basement floods. That's what you tell the insurance company. First thing the insurance company is going to ask is, "Everybody okay? Good, because your claim's denied. Why? Your water heater is not part of your policy, and you don't have flood insurance. You have Homeowners insurance, right. water, which is the number one peril in homes, yep. is also excluded in most, if not all, policies by itself. But water I'll backup, take that right. claim. I'll take that claim. Why? Because what really happened to you is you had an accidental discharge of water from an enclosed pipe that was connected to your water heater. And as a result of this accidental discharge of water, here's a list of all the damages that occurred. One mm-hmm. word can get your claim denied. Yeah, we you use that the, word flood and that's it. That you call, can't handle the truth. We call flood the F word. Yeah. That's the <laughs> F word. Never use the F word to the Never. insurance company. We are your defense attorney. If you got one of Perry Mason, bring it up. Because we are your defense attorney <laughs> for you. Because ins- yeah. So the insurance adjusters don't have to have the licensing that a public adjuster has, mm-hmm. okay? And an insurance adjuster 
get significant more time trained on how to deny the claim. Their their whole thing got is it, got it. denying. They're, look, they're looking delaying, for that one word. Pushing you away to the point mm-hmm. where you, you go, uncle, I give up. Because insurance companies, they're they're in the business of making money, right? You you called it an annuity. Every time you're making your insurance payment, it's a it's an annuity. It's a payment that you're making to the company. They're holding that money. They're investing it. They're doing whatever it is that they do, and they don't want to give you that money back. They don't want to pay out claims. They're going to deny claims as as much as they possibly can. And if you say the wrong word, that's it. That's all it takes. Right. So insurance companies um, have two departments which mm-hmm. is in many cases act as different business entities. There's the sales department, the ones that spend uh, billions of dollars in advertising. Marketing, and then all there's those guys, the service yeah. department. Just like your, your copier, your printer, mm-hmm. the guy who sells it to you and the guy who services it are different people. So in general, the more an insurance company, oh, let me get to another truth for you. The more an insurance company advertises, either the more expensive your policy is going to be or the more <laughs> or the more there's going to be fiscal gaps. So as part of that, that educational policy review we do, uh, first we educate you and then we take a look at your policy. Over 90% of policies are incorrect. Notice I didn't say wrong. They're incorrect. Why are they incorrect? Because they, may t- they contain multiple fiscal gaps. For example, your house is insured for five hundred thousand dollars, but the liability you have on the policy is only three hundred and fifty thousand right. dollars. Again, we talk about the annuity. Uh, you have a two percent deductible for high wind or hurricane, mm-hmm. or or for hail. Nobody should have more than a thousand to fifteen hundred dollar deductible. Period. Uh, right. We show you how to get rid of that two percent deductible. On a half a million dollar home, which is a, which is a ten thousand dollar deductible. Eek. Uh, I had several people claims um, we had here in the north uh, tropical storm Isasis. Uh-huh. Uh, I was able to help several people, even though they had two percent deductibles because it was a tropical storm, not a hurricane. I had several people with high wind. I wasn't able to help them. I even had one woman who's been living in her house for thirty five years. As it turns out. She had renter's insurance. She didn't even have a homeowner's policy. What? Exactly. So wow. we see. So we see people, for example, that have. I've seen people with sump pumps without a sump pump coverage. Me, uh, or I've seen people. I hope you're insured. <laughs> I told you I don't do auto. <laughs> you need a tree falling on a house for a hurricane next time. Come on. Yeah, um, but the message so, is there, man. Yeah, you say you say <laughs> you know we say we're we hope you're insured, but and so many people think they are, and that's you know that's one of the things that we are really looking for as insurance agents is to be that point of contact where we provide a a true education and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on is because there's so much uh in the claims process that us as agents we don't necessarily get into the weeds on we don't you know we we have the conversations with the claims adjusters but who's there to fight for the the agent, you know, I mean, a lot of times I'll say, well, you, you got to talk to a lawyer, you know, but we can, we actually have now a resource, a public adjuster that we can talk to, uh, especially in our, obviously in our, in our property, uh, our property claims. So kind of walking through this, uh, let's say that, that I have a claim as a homeowner 
tree falls on my house, like we're talking about, or car crashes into it, whatever the case might be. Um, the first call I make is not to the insurance company. It's going to be, I said, never, ever, ever call the insurance company, never call the insurance company. So I'm going to call you. Right. I'm going to call you first. I'm going to say, uh, I love that. Who are you going to call? You're going to call a public adjuster. Oh, I I'm going to call Robert. Robert. Come across the screen there or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to call Robert and I'm going to say, Robert, I had uh, I had a tree fall on my house. Uh, what should I do? Like, how do I file a claim? Should I file a claim? What should I tell the insurance company? And then you're going to coach me on what to say? Well, the first thing you do is you send me a couple of pictures with a copy of the declaration page, not the whole 100 page. Just the declarations page. page. The three to five pages. I will take a look at that and I'll have a conversation with you. And then we'll talk about what's going on and we'll talk about your policy. Um, mm -hmm. And then we will uh, help you. Uh, a public adjuster will get, uh, on average, three to 600% more coverage for you because we look left and right we look mm -hmm. up and down mm -hmm. in addition to that remember i talked to you about how an insurance company doesn't have an insurable interest it only offers you 25 to 40 cents on average sure okay um so they will pretend they will pretend that they are in the are in charge that they own the money okay and they'll ask you for bills receipts and you'll have to show every penny spent right okay Again, they don't have the insurable interest in your property. So if I get you 5, 10, 20, 30, whatever it is, I will get you. We will get you in many cases, most or all of that money up front, less potentially deductible depreciation, think, you know, replacement cost kind of thing. So your money, you control the money. So you don't have to do that. Okay. It's awesome. Insurance companies pretend like they do because people don't understand. You take your policy, mm -hmm. you put it in an escrow with your taxes and your mortgage, and you never look at it again. Most people go. You expect 15, to be covered. 20, you expect. Now, yeah. working with an independent insurance agent versus a, uh, a big company mm -hmm. uh, is better because they represent multiple carriers. You have multiple carriers. Right. You have a knowledge and you're not brainwashed into the <laughs> friendly neighbor syndrome kind sure. of deal. And you are more, you're, you're more educational. So in general, the, the independent agents that I work with know a lot more. Some know more than others, some know less than others, mm -hmm. but, but uh, you guys, it's your job to take care of. I'm here. I work with a multitude of independent insurance agents. And part of what I do is I will advise you, especially if you have one of the big four, and since we're on a national broadcast, um, I will just refer to them as your good neighbor, your friendly neighbor, the person who's seen a thing or two or helps you because you've been in the military. Uh, and that's as far <laughs> as I'll go. But, then, but you can look up and see the see the ones that spend bi literally billions of yeah, dollars yeah. on advertising. Um, and I and I recommend that you go talk to somebody else. I can't say go to Joe, go to Fred. I could say here's a list of two or three agents that I've worked with, I knew know of, and that do a mm -hmm. good job. And if these people and you get along, you like to say. If not, find some. But always get a second opinion. You should also have your policy reviewed annually or every couple of years. I did a claim annually at least. Yeah, I have. I did a claim for someone who moved there, who. See, people don't understand. Anything that's physical <laughs> and accidental is covered, okay? So I'll give you an example. 
my 16-year-old daughter comes home two hours late on curfew, and I practice bad parenting. Good parenting 101, go to your room, we'll talk about it in the morning, nothing good is going to come of this conversation, <laughs> right? You, you know, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying, right? Yeah. But I was that kid. And you get to an argument, and you're too close to the wall, and I punch a hole in the wall, and I'm releasing energy. I ask you, James, is that covered under your policy? I mean, that would be way under my deductible, so I wouldn't even necessarily I'm try, not asking but, about that. I'm thinking. Uh, is it covered? Uh, I don't think so, because it sounds intentional. Okay. It's, well, releasing energy like that, did you intend to do that and punch a hole in the wall? Or, or, or what happens if you punch a hole in the wall or you knock something over that's valuable, like a TV screen or, you mm. know, the stereo, or, you know, or yeah, yeah. a hut or something, and they come falling on a dining room table and a whole okay? The answer is yes. There you go. That can be completely covered. Anything that's sudden and accidental and you don't have an intent to do has the potential to be an insurable claim. Even mold can be an insurable claim if it comes from water above the ground. Anytime water enters your home from above the ground, it has mm -hmm. potential to be an insurable claim. I have a claim in litigation with one of those four companies because they refused, not only did they refuse to pay, but the mitigation company they sent in caused significant additional damage to the owner's home uh, because there was a leak where they would never even realize to look. And one day a painting fell down, um, a whole long story behind that. And but then they people, found out that the drywall was all rotted out. And yeah, people don't oof. understand that this is an asset for you to maintain. Um, the last time I did an inspection in a home, me personally, because of everything that's going on, I found a scratch behind the refrigerator. Uh, the owner informed me that they every year or two, every one or twice a year, they pull the refrigerator freezer out to vacuum. It's like you could eat in the floor kitchen. Okay. Mm -hmm. They scratched the floor, wood floor. Okay. As it turns out, the flooring isn't that large. I'm terrible in square foot. It's 400 square, 500. I'm one of these huge things, one of these tinies. So it turns out the flooring, the wood flooring was put in first before the uh, cabinetry was put in. Mm -hmm. So the only way to get the house back to pre-loss value, okay, is to pull everything out and, and fix the scratch and resurface and refinish everything. To do that, you have to pull the cabinets and the uh, cabinetry out. Once you pull it out, potentially you can't put it back. There might be yeah, a hairline fracture. That's literally that crack. that happened to to my kitchen here uh, here in my condo. So 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 that's the, you know we point out. I find one piece of cup wood floor uh, by your by your refrigerator, by your sink, by your dishwasher. Uh, that's enough to potentially get that floor oh, fixed. Oh, wow. So if you talk to a public adjuster. <clears throat> right. So I'll give you another one. Give me another one. Okay. Let's say you've been, you've been this summer, you were home and you're home with your family and your air and your air condition is running like crazy because you're not at work. Um, and it's a nice day and you decide to take the family to the beach. I'm mm -hmm. going to leave my, and there's no rain in the forecast. Well, it doesn't go for San Diego because you guys in San Diego are a different category. We get rain about six times a year. <laughs> Right. So, but anywhere else in the country, okay? Um, <laughs> let's say in Jersey. It has, let's make it Jersey. Um, you go to the shore, you leave the windows open, 
Now, the second floor of your house, you have really high-end, say, Burberry carpet. And you got, say, 1,200, 1,400 square foot. And the whole carpeting runs throughout the whole first, second floor of the house. No breaks, no nothing, continually. Okay? So let's say uh, in New Jersey, we're famous for those late afternoon, early evening thunderstorms that pop out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's, so all the windows are open. Let's say in the southeast corner of your house, you have the smallest room. You use a study or a little library, and it's maybe uh, five by 10, you know, just enough to put a couch in and a little, you know. Let's say that floor, that gets wet, the carpeting. Do you ever walk on carpet that buckles when you walk, just like comes up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all the yeah. foam underneath, everything's right. just the, the rotted out. That's called delamination. So what delamination is in the back side of the carpeting, the plastic, the rubber that you used to go on the, on the, into the touch the, the floor, once that gets wet, it disintegrates. It's called delamination. Okay. So mm-hmm. – more, so your insurance company may say, okay, we're going to send in a, uh, you know, a mitigation company. We're going to clean, deodorize everything. They're good. Um, let's say you fight it and you get to, to replace the carpeting in that floor, in that one room. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't fix. I don't upgrade. I don't repair. Uh, I don't do any of that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, I don't match. What I do is you have to pre-loft. So let's say they replace the carpet in that one room. And the carpeting in that run room isn't quite the same as the rest of the house and the, the continuous run of that second floor. You go to sell your house a couple of years from now. Oh boy. And they're gonna ask yep. you what's going on with this room. And you you're gonna be and you're an honest person like me, and you're gonna tell them uh, I mean just, real just, estate laws, you have to disclose everything disclose, anyway. Right. So what if what has has the insurance company maintained the value of your asset? Not really. Right. So as a public adjuster, I will ask the insurance company to give you the money required to replace the carpeting the entire floor of the house. So that, that it room. all matches all the way through. Right. Here they, uh, a tan! A tan! That's perfect. <laughs> so, so again, as I remind you, we get you control of the money. What you do and what you decide to do with the money is not our issue. I just get you what's coming up that you, know, you deserve. I got- I got one real quick question for you. Um, how does a public adjuster get paid? Is this something that I have to pay as the consumer or does it get paid as part of the claim? So we are a free service, not a F-E-E, an F-R-E-E service in that you will never put your hands in your pocket. Now, remember I told you that we get you three to six times more money than mm-hmm. you would get on your own on average. Remember I told you we get you control of the money, right? Yep, yep. So we get a professional services fee only when we help you get a settlement that ranges anywhere from 10 to 35%. Uh, again, it depends on what state you're in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some states it could be 8%. Um, that's what it is in New Jersey, okay? I don't know if the top of my head though. is in California. It's all good. Uh, I know California. Probably higher. No, it's lower. California, oh. I believe, is is one of the cap states. There are several states that have severe um, regulation. I told you, the banking <laughs> yeah, insurance commission of the state regulates <laughs> the industry, regulates the adjuster. Okay, New York, for example, Texas, Florida, are are horrible as far as the public adjuster and, and regulation. California is, I believe, a cap state as well, meaning it's a much smaller amount. So in California, I'll only get involved when it's a larger loss. 
If you're in New Jersey, you're in Wisconsin, you're in Delaware, uh, you're in Atlanta, you're in Virginia, you're in the Carolinas, um, and other states. I don't want to go so through the whole for list. Our, for our listener base in California, uh, what's the minimum threshold we're looking at? It's got to be, a, I, w- I would guess at least, uh, it's got to be close to $100,000 for us okay. to involve. Uh, because. Sense. Because of the cap, but again, because of the cap, yeah. every every state. I, I'm assuming that that the large majority of people here are California, but you have other people. For uh, sure, I will and want to help as many people in California as I can. There's been a lot of people that have gotten uh, have lost their property because of the wildfires. wildfires. Yeah, I would I would I'd love an opportunity to make sure because we had a thing called Super Storm Sandy here in in uh, New Jersey several years back. Yep. Um, I can only imagine what the insurance company, the crap, they're, 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 they've already started to pull in California. So if you're in California, listen to my contact information is, is, is in here. I would love to talk to you about what's going on. What's going on. I may or may not represent you, but I'd love to talk to anybody that could use my assistance, my help, my guidance, Perfect. Uh, shoulder. Uh, hey, Robert, for our, for our listening audience, for anybody who's not watching, but anybody who's listening on the uh, podcast apps, which you can get from either iTunes, <coughs> Spotify, anywhere where you find your podcast, uh, why don't you tell our listening audience how they can get in touch with you the best ways? Okay. Um, you can get hold of me by simply calling me, 973-270-9700. That's 973-270. Two seven zero four zero four four, or my email is Robert. That's R O B E R T B as in boy. Robert B dot. That's period dot. Metro P A M E T R O P A. Metro P A at gmail dot com. So that's Robert B dot Metro P A at gmail dot com. Uh, I have a Calendly link, which uh, it's a little too, don't want to explain it, confuse people, or I'm guessing the, sh- the people can get hold of you directly as well. I'm also Robert Bura, public advocate, Robert Bura, public adjuster on Facebook, uh, or just simply Robert Bura on, uh, on LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn. I'm your huckleberry. LinkedIn <laughs> is more my IT professional uh, of that. And my and my Facebook is specifically and only geared towards uh, my public adjusting. And this podcast is going to be linked to my uh, Facebook page. I was going to do a live myself, but I was advised by <laughs> uh, not to do that for a couple of different reasons. So I'm obviously respectful. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, and now it's already shared to your page. Don't worry about it. No, I, I got it. I got I got it. But basically, I want to help. My job is to help, to teach, to advocate. Uh, what is our business card is to educate and protect the policyholders. You don't know what you don't know, and the insurance companies are banking hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars a year on your lack of knowing what this real story is. 100%. 100%. All right, Robert. Well, it has been a blast getting to know you uh, and getting to learn everything that a public adjuster does. I thank you so much for spending some time with us. Uh, for everybody else who's listening in, don't forget to follow me on all social media at Insurance Bro Show. Uh, don't forget also to leave a uh, comment 
subscribe, like, review, rate our show, help us show up higher on all of those search results. And if you want to be a guest on the Insurance Bro Show, if you want to be an insurance pro on the Insurance Bro Show, uh, go to www.insurancebroshow.com slash guest, and I'll be super excited to have you on the show, write you a fire intro, and uh, get your information out there. So once again, Robert, thank you so much for spending some time thank with us Thank you so today. much for inviting me. I appreciate it. I had fun talking with you this afternoon. You as well. All right, everybody else. Thank you so much. You rock my socks. You have my hearts as always. Have a nice day. Thank you for tuning in to the Carrier Experience Podcast. James is a CEO of the Pipeline Team of San Diego and is always in the market for top talent. If you are an agent looking for a place to hang your license, visit PipelineInsurance.com backslash agent opportunities or send an email to newagent at PipelineInsurance.com. You can find James on all social media at Insurance Broham.